Ace Kennedy. What up, bro? Slash Brothers Podcast, by the way. We are live on YouTube. And, of course, every episode now on Spotify. What's happening, my brother, from another mother? Yo, you said we on Spotify. We don't like title or anything else. We are. You know what? Um... I know for sure we are we are on Spotify. I don't know title do uh podcast. I'm just saying it's another streaming platform. I just I don't want to just be shining on on Spotify. I know we we was does I know that's like a big deal for you. Uh well no. So the big thing really is that I know that more podcasts are listened to on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So those are the biggest ones. So you know, we're trying to compete with those boys in that league, so we got to go ahead and get where they at. I hear. I'm just trying to get some love to title. That's my stream. I, I, I see them, and, and listen, don't get me wrong now. We might have to be talking about some something exclusive with title because they seem to be paying the most out to artists. Yeah. So listen, I'm, I'm with that, though. I'm with that. Yo, man, saw something interesting before we uh, kick this thing officially off. What you got? Uh, you, you see... Uh, did you see old boy got indicted up in uh for 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 justice for Am- justice for Javier Ambler? I did listen, man. I was uh I was excited. Listen, listen, man. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. I think it's crazy about this, Ace. So I think while while for you know the families of Brianna Taylor, and I understand that they have been really trying to you know, get justice and and what people want in terms of justice. Everybody defines that differently from every person, you know, every situation and not that it's different, but I think that, you know, what people say, so when when Breonna Taylor's folks wind up getting the settlement to her uh, family, the civil suit, and they broke them off for 12 million. And I think a lot of people were very, very happy for them, right? Yeah. The same way I think that people in general were happy for them getting that money is how happy I was for Bree Gamble, how happy I was for the homegirl Kim Jones as well, and, and his family and all of Colleen to see, not that he was actually indicted, but the fact that he was formally charged. And yeah. I think that that, to me, is the kind of justice that they were looking for. So when they were saying justice for Javier Ambler and say his name, I think that they were saying, hey, we want to make sure that people are held accountable. You know, what you do civilly is a whole different thing. But I, I was I was happy for them that they could take that they can have that moment, that they can they can have that. The only thing that that really pissed me off though was his smug face uh, for his uh, picture that he took. Like, he just had this real uh, creepy smile on was his that, face. Let me ask you this. Was that was that a just a picture when he was turning oh. himself in in a suit? Yeah. Yeah. Or was that just a picture of him? No, nah, that was him turning himself in. See, I think, though, to be quite honest with you, right, Um, he was he had that little smug smirk because i think that he probably feels just as confident as yeah i know from brianna taylor that i'm protected by you know the union they got me so yeah but i I mean mean, like regardless if that's the case right if that's how you feel still though what what that message is sending is is very it speaks volumes you know what i'm saying because he didn't even say nothing it was just a face that he made but yeah 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 
Sorry. No, I, I was, I was, um, I was, I was, um, he was looking like this is nothing. So yeah, it's just a formality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, a, but he was in and out. Ten, they said his bail was like ten grand, and that you know he. So, so yeah, man. I was, um, yeah, but happy for them. Happy for the family of Javier Ambler that you know that 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 they went the through some. The they, yeah, yeah, the movement, but they, but the fact that they went through that that long period of uncertainty, bro. And I think that um, I, I even saw um, shout out to Bree. I saw that she was that that she had some posts that was a little bit more angry because you know what I'm saying she just felt like it wasn't just quite getting the proper attention from you know all the the suits out there in in Austin, man. And so I, I like I said, I can only imagine that for them, the fact that this guy's formally charged and that he has to at least answer you know some questions. Um, that's that's a win in itself, though, bro. Yeah, shout out to them. Let's get this thing. Shout out to them. Let's get that music going. Listen, man. A lot of stuff to get into today, homeboy. Hey, we can't even we can't even drive around. We gotta dive into it, brother. Listen, I <laughs> I laughed though, bro, because I was like, hey, I had one of the homies, the homeboy, the big homie, Boston's old Damien said, Charlie, y'all gotta let me get on. I was like, I don't know if he was just excited after he saw the topics that we was getting into today, but he said, Yo, holler at the boy. So I'm gonna see if we can slide him on for a few minutes, though, man. Hey, that'll work. Um, he is, he is, he is Mr. Patriot there though, man. But listen, a lot of stuff to get into though, bro. Hammer. Um, this is, it, it's crazy because since Friday, bro, I was going to ask what was the best thing you've seen since, you know, like it was a Friday episode since it seemed like it's been so much has been going on since then though, bro. So yeah. Uh, to start it off though, let me ask you, what's that? Putting you on the spot. The yep. best thing you've seen since last Friday. Do you see what's on my head? Okay, okay, okay. That is the best thing that I saw. Here's the thing, right? Uh, it so a lot of people would say, "Oh, you know, well, Texas allowed all these points to be scored." Listen, it's a rivalry game. I don't, I don't, I, you know, the thing is, is that when it's a rivalry game, a team that has classically upset us, Michael Crabtree's image still has not left my brain. Uh, there, it, it doesn't matter. We won the game. We we were down by two touchdowns. With 313 left in the game, 
their quarterback over there throwing down the horns because his wrist ain't strong enough to hold it up. And then my boy looks at the clock and was like, nah, coach, they left me too much time. He gets out there. Sam gets out there, leads the team. We get one touchdown, come back. We do an onside kick. We recover the onside kick. My boy Sam takes us down there, scores again. Guess what? We still bound by two points. What does Sam do? Gets the two-point conversion. We go to overtime. What do they do? Elect to kick the ball to us first. We go down. Sam wins it. Right? Do you, let me ask you this. Where do you got Sam ranked on your list of the top all-time quarterbacks for UT? For the he's, he's number three for me right now. Number and, three? Yeah. I got it's Vince, Colt, and then and then Sam. You know what I'm saying? So for me, that, that's where he sits. And, and that's no slight on him. I've watched this young man develop into the person he is today. He When he came in, he didn't have that strong of an arm that he has today. Today, he's a gunslinger. He's out there throwing that thing with confidence. like, uh, And he's done it with different with a different receiving core. And so for me, man, listen. Uh, and then to top that off, is no disrespect for OU, because I don't necessarily root against OU unless they're playing Texas, but OU lost. So it, it left the door open for us to win this Big 12 this year. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I, so, 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 a couple things about that. It's hard for me to root against OU, seeing that over half their players come from Texas. If anything, right. yeah, I feel low key salty at their roster when I look at their roster. How many people they got? So I try to root for all things and everybody Texas except Tony Parker. Yeah, and but, my thing is just like you know, look, I want the Big Twelve to be strong. This is a very, very funky year. LSU done already lost. Like I said, OU done lost. So it's like, listen, I, I'm just like, just like for basketball, I got to keep that same energy. You have. I got, to- I got, I got Ellinger under. So on my all times, I got him number four. I got him behind. I got Vince Young, Colt McCoy. I got Major Applewhite, and then him. Now, mm-hmm. now. I think that depending on what he does this year could move him up to three uh, ahead of Major Applewhite, but I still got him behind Major Applewhite right now. Just a side note. Let me ask you this. Do you think if Colt's arm didn't go limp, do you think we would have won that Alabama game? Oh. I say yes, and here's why, right? I love me some Colt McCoy, though, bro. Like, I, like I, I listen, listen. Okay, let me tell you this. I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Vince Young, right? The Vince Young, the Texas win against uh, against USC, greatest game I've ever seen ever. In, in, in any sport, any game, right? And while I know that, I know that Vince Young, because of that, was puts him on there. My, I, I, the, I like Colt McCoy more though. That who I just personally like, and that's. Because I'm still trying, I don't use it as my personal biases. I like Colt McCoy more than I like Vince Young, although I love what Vince Young did, and that's why I got him number one. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, you and I were on the phone during that game. Oh, I still remember it. And I was I was like two seconds behind you, too. We was, bro, it was it was like I remember you was like you was like oh 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 go Vince Young go Vince Young so wait one two three oh oh go Vince Young go Vince Young go Vince Young I remember that though bro yeah Yo. absolutely 
let's let's find out what the boy got to say about this man. Uh, let's 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 see. Listen, let, let me give him let me give him the proper, yeah, intro. Give him the proper intro. I got you. I got let you. Let me give him the proper intro. I got my let me let me see something. Coming out of Boston, Massachusetts, my brother, my other, other brother from another, another mother. Mr. Patriot himself, Mr. All Things Boston, he was there when they said Jordan was Jesus in tennis shoes. He saw Jordan, his 63-year-old bird. He's been around the block. He's been around. Bring him on in. What's going on, yo? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Thanks for telling everybody I'm old, CV. Hey, you know what, though? You live. You seasoned there. You seasoned there. And not to mention, I told you, you got to be you and you from the same vampire cult as uh, Mario Lopez, Pharrell, uh, uh, all of y'all. Ain't aged at all since I've seen y'all ever, though, man. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, Ma? What's going on with you, brother? It's good to see you. You as well, man. CV, what's happening? I am, I am good. I am good, man. I am. Uh, so this week, I am prepping uh, because tomorrow is Landon's birthday. Hey, right. happy birthday! Landon's birthday tomorrow, though. So I'm excited about that. So of course, um, I got. I don't know if I'm gonna do the Friday pod because I'm helping out with that. So of course, I want to go ahead and get that in because usually. If this was Friday, I would say that's the best thing I've seen all week. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that now, though, and in advance, though. So, but it's good, though, man. It's good. Thank you for thank you for hopping on with your boys and at one yeah, time. Now you know. Now I know that we put out there on the uh, on the notification on what we're talking about. So I don't know if you know what we're getting into, but I'm looking for your opinion on a couple things on these, though, man. So let's get right on into it. Yeah. Let's get all right. It. Now, of course, you see, we 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 was talking right before you got on. It was a good weekend for them horns on out of here. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know Mars, Mars stay on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, uh, first debate today, presidential debate, man. Uh, listen, question for y'all. Do you think they taking the gloves off right off the cuff? This first one, do you think they going to go ahead and get right on into it, bro? Damien, I'll let you um, take it first, bro. Uh, um, I think it would be a mistake for Biden not to. Like, what's he waiting for? What do you, you want know? to see Biden say? Um, just just so we're clear to, to kind of preface for me, I'm I'm not a Biden supporter. He wasn't my guy, but I gotta take what I take, you know. Excellent. Um, I want to know what they're gonna do for the black vote and for the black community in general. I want to know really what we're getting for that vote. Every time we vote, we really go into it without a strategy. And I think that the one, if there's any good that, um, that came from Trump being in office for four years, I think it woke a lot of people up politically. It made a lot more people politically astute and, and more politically aware. Um, it changed a lot of things. It was horrible the way the change took place, but it's changed nonetheless. So I just want to know what he's actually going to do for black people in general. Not that I don't care about anybody else, but right now our, our vote is crucial 
It's pivotal and it's absolutely necessary. And I want to know what I'm getting for my vote, what my kids are getting, what little Charlie's getting, what Landon's getting. I want to know what we're getting for our vote. Yeah, I agree with that. But I, I definitely think that the gloves are coming off tonight. Uh, the reason being is because Donald Trump is down uh, as far <laughs> as percentage is concerned. And so for him, he's got to try to find a way to exploit. I mean, he calls him Sleepy Biden. So he has to find a way to exploit that and show that, yo, he's not quick on his feet. He he right. stumbles over his stuff like and, you know, Donald Trump isn't a politician. He wants to get out there and throw jabs. That's what he wants to do. And I think that plays to his base right off the bat if he does it. Uh, but at the same time, what I would love for Biden to get into, he's got to jump into this Texas stuff. He's got to jump into uh, how he handled the COVID situation. Like he got to get early. Like you're supposed to be the leader, but look where our country is at. Look where th these riots and things that you're trying to play and say is going to happen in my presidency is happening in yours right now. Like I need Biden to say all of that. I basically want all the barbershop talk. <laughs> yes. Listen, what the thing that this is the thing that I, I'm going to tell you this. The thing that I can't stand more than anything is I hate when Democrats get out here and they try to be very democratic about, you know, these kind of debates. Meanwhile, typically Republicans have no issue at all. We're going straight for the nuts. They go in and they cut low and they cut hard. And so what I'm sitting here looking for, I, I, it's not that I, it, it's not to me enough. That I hear what Joe Budden, I mean, not Joe Budden, <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> it's not <laughs> enough to hear Joe Biden. It's not enough to him for, for him to say what he's gonna do. Cause I, like I expect that he's gonna say these are the things that I would, you know, if someone asks him that, he's gonna say whatever. It's gonna be prep talk and whatever, whatever. I think that same way Donald Trump is gonna have a response <laughs> to say, well, I got this new platinum plan that we just came out with. And it's going to change. It's going to be the best thing ever. Like he likes to take it at the, the highs ever. Nobody's ever seen this before. Trust me, whatever. So that's that's not enough for me. What I'm looking for for Joe Biden to do is to get dirty with him. I want him to basically say, listen, you're a calm man. Like if he I, I want to hear Joe Biden say you put it out there for years that you was a billionaire. You basically convince all these people and your taxes says that you are here spending $70,000 on a haircut that it looks like it costs you $7 to get. Like, I want to see Joe Biden say enough's enough. And, and if you think that he's a fraud, like, like, like this is the thing. This is the reason why, the reason why I prefer the, uh, the parties debates when they're trying to get their candidates more than the presidentials. It's because they have to be more presidential. But when you actually have the candidates that are trying to bide for their particular vote, then that's when you see all the, the, the dirt come out. That's when you see Elizabeth Warren, you know, going shark mode on everybody. That's when you see all of the stuff that came out about um, Kamala Harris. All of that dirt comes out because you use it then. But I don't see that Democrats use that when they get to the presidential election. I think that Barack Obama slightly did on the second time around. He swagged on them then, uh, but I think that swagged on 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 uh, Sarah Palin too, bro. Yeah, he swagged on them real hard, but I, but I guess my thing is that he was still new at the time, so he couldn't. Re and and this is the thing about it: I don't think that they had. He was so new that they didn't have dirt. They didn't have a history. That so I think that he just kind of went the second time around. Then I thought that they were saying, "Well, we can say that you said you was going to do this. You you had a track record though." 
But I think that now what I want to see Joe Biden do is the same things that the Republicans said about him that were factual. Like when I saw Marco Rubio was saying, your real friends don't let other friends vote for Donald Trump. And now you all on the sack years later. In the same way how Ted Cruz, how he called Ted Cruz, his wife, ugly. And now he's all up in his lap. Like, no, I want to see Joe, but I, I, I just, I finally want to see a, a Democrat go Republican. And this is the guy that you have to do that on to me, bro. Finish him. Let me say this. This is, this is, both of you will get this, this reference um, more so Ahmad. Charlie, you and I had a conversation years ago, and I used to say the reason why America can't beat terrorists and beat the Taliban is because they don't play by the rules of engagement, right? They, they're, they're out here beheading people, and that's not something that the military is, is, is out here doing. If the United States military ran through the Middle East chopping people's heads off, they would, they would fall in line, bro. It would be a different a different kind of, uh, a different tone, a different temperature, right? Donald Trump took the gloves off and became so non-political in the way that he speaks, how he carries himself, his jabs, his disrespect, that if Biden gets up there tonight and doesn't, it, like, short of spitting in Donald Trump's face, he has to go that hard. I, I, I gotta go. see him go there. Like I like like, like I I want to see him. I, I I think my thing to me is that like when I look at that though, bro, it's not enough. Like this is the thing. I think that there's a time and place for you to be presidential. You do pre, and maybe it's just me thinking like, all right, well, if you're presidential, you should be presidential all the time, and that's just a right. feel, right? But I, I he's he's not presidential. So I don't think that you Ever. have to take that route. So it's like, Ever. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I so I, so I, I, are y'all planning to watch any of it though today? I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it because rem if you remember, I've done more than one video being extremely critical of this dude. I've been for years. I've been telling people that he's a pedophile. There are open cases pending against him in in the New York courtroom, fourteen, um, and. All of that stuff is now coming to fruition, like why he wouldn't show his taxes. I've, I've done I've literally done videos of why that, you know, why that is and why everything is going on. So I have to pay attention because now people who were arguing against it. Now they're saying, OK, you did say that already. So right. I'm definitely I'm, I'm, I'm going to want to be honest about his taxes, though. I thought. One of two things would happen if his taxes were revealed. And if not both, it was either going to tell me that one, either he doesn't have as much money as he comes across or two, it's going to show how much money he's actually hiding. And so I think that it did both on this one. And then here's the thing, the thing that I'm chipped out on more than anything, right? Is that he comes back when they ask him about that the next day, he says, Oh, it's fake news. Well, if I'm a reporter, I'm saying, well, you know what? You can shut all this down. How about you just, you know, show your taxes then, show everything then, right? right. And it's gonna do. It. And so my thing is that usually that's what presidential candidates do, right? You show this is what I this is what I paid in taxes and everything like that. I just think that it's just kind of crazy to me that you could even say have anything to say about raising taxes, lowering taxes when you've never fairly paid taxes, 
and you know, there's all these loops that I'm sure other people, businessmen get away with, but the president though, nah, I can't, I can't. So it, it, didn't, it didn't tell me nothing that I didn't already know. It, if anything, it's not, gonna de- it's not going to deter his supporters because listen, here's the thing. Um, if you're crazy enough to believe what this man is saying in the first place, if he doesn't rub you the wrong way with all of the things, look, if it, you know the old adage, if it walks like a duck, it talks mm. like a duck, it's a duck. Yeah. These people are, now they're saying, oh, well, he was just smart. But the same people mm. saying that he was smart are the same people who are arguing that immigrants were here um, making money and not paying taxes on their money. So how do you have it both ways? It's time to stop straddling the fence and pick a side. And right now, like I thought it was dramatic a couple of weeks ago when people were like, oh, this is war. It's not about Democratic or, or Republican. It's about country. It, it really is at this point. It really is at this point. Time to stop being diplomatic and go for the juggler. And I, if he doesn't, if he comes out weak tonight, I'm honestly going to be disappointed if he comes out. I, I'm going to. And this is the, the bad part about it is, bro, is that if it, I, I, this is my thing about it. On any other year, bro, I would never vote for Biden. I, it's all he, it, but I, I could never. With that said, I could never see myself voting for Trump. And and I, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. It's not that he's done a bunch of bad things in like all bad. I mean, he's probably done something. I mean, he's done he's done some. I I just there's no way that in that if I believe in integrity. That I personally would vote for him, though, bro. I just can't, and it's not, and it's bad because, you know, like Biden's not that much of a greater one. He's just not as bad. So I feel bad for the people who are torn between the two, the two evils, bro. I know this is your show, but I have a question for both of you. What you got? What's up? The question. The question is, what is your? What is your? You said you wouldn't vote for Biden. What is your? What are you basing that on? This is his past, uh, his past deeds, misdeeds. Is I'm going to be honest words? with you. Me personally. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I look at it like this, D. And maybe this is because I'm, I'm a, when I say a younger voter, I have voted in, I've been old enough to vote in three elections, I think. Um, right. The first Bush election uh no not the first uh, bush bush 2 al gore mm-hmm. right. um the second one and then the the obama so this was a, a presidency anyway though so i've i've only been able to vote in three presidencies right so i think that the reason what my my issue is to be quite honest with you i can understand for the same reason why somebody <laughs> would have voted for donald trump because they're like listen when Hillary was the option, you know, at the time, people were like, listen, man, I'm just tired of seeing the Clintons. I'm tired of seeing all these people who have been lifelong, you know, politicians. And right. I look at Joe Biden like this. Let, let, set aside the things that he's said, right, in the past. Right. And I'm going to say that, yeah, he was, I, I can't even say he was a young man. I mean, he's like 80 years old now. So if you said something <laughs> 30 years ago, you was like 50 years old when you said this. So you right. knew better. And right. D, you and I have talked in the past. I told you that when you get over 40, I'm about to hit 40. I'm a man. 
Talk I'm to me man. like that. I'm 40. <laughs> when you right. become 40, there's no, there's very little change in you. You become more of what right. of what you truly what are. You Your are. convictions right. are stronger. And it's right. not to say that he hasn't had a change of mind. I'm just saying that when you say those things that you've been on record of saying, you said them as a 50-year-old man. But aside from that, D, he's been in public service. I'm tired of, I don't want to see the Mitch McConnells of the world. Bro. I'm tired of seeing all of these people who've just been hanging around, influencing public office for years. Like if you haven't gotten it done yet, Get him out of here, though, bro. Like, get some new people in there. I'm going to keep my answer pretty short, uh, D. I think for me, uh, the reason I, I would vote for Biden, obviously, we, we have limited choices. And the thing is, right. for me, I, I know that at least Biden is presidential. We need right. somebody presidential back in the office. I'm not voting for Kanye, and I'm definitely not voting again for 45. So for me, that's what it is. <laughs> I, I agree. But my thing let is me, that let me say why I asked old. the question. Let me let me tell you why I asked the question. I asked the question because you made the comment about schools in '74, right? Um, and he was on on he's as far as his policies on on jail and jail, you know, the whole situation with him getting getting people locked up and and looking for these lengthy sentences and these three strikes are out. Let me tell you, my personal opinion is this, and I feel strongly about it. I do not believe that you can spend eight years with the Obamas and not come out a different person. Thanks. I just don't believe it. I believe that those people have affected so much change, and not, not even just in D.C., not just in this country, but globally that if you spend eight years with that family, you're a different person. I don't believe that he believes the things that he believes. I can, I can see that logic. But I love me some Obamas. I love me some Barack. I love me some Michelle Obama especially, yes. though, man. I defend I, him like I, Beyonce, bro. But look, here's the one thing that was telltale for me. When, when I found out that she and Bush Jr. were friends, that's an effect. Bush Jr. loves, listen, bro, listen, listen. That's what I'm saying. Listen, I think Bush Jr. really Don't believes that it. Michelle Don't Obama is his soulmate, bro. Yes, I Listen, <laughs> I when I see, listen, listen, when you see how Bush Jr. gets around Michelle Obama, though, I can... I think that Bush Jr. loves Michelle Obama, bro. I, like, think, I believe it. I yes. believe it. And I believe that Biden and his family, after spending nearly a decade with them, I believe that they were affected. I believe he's a different person. I don't think that he's the same guy that he was when when, when you had to be. See, you got to remember this. You had to be that guy to be successful in politics, politics back then. If you didn't roll with the old boy network, you weren't that's, really going to be. True. But but he's been a senator. Listen, to my thing though, he's been a senator. That's the one thing I can at least say about the Bushes, right? Is that even even Bush Jr. He he was governor, but he was business first. He wasn't he wasn't involved with politics in terms right. of being in a public office for that long. Right. I, I get that, but 
I, I, I guess I, I can I can see the logic in that. But Bush Jr., like, listen, bro, that boy love him some Michelle Obama. He might love he's, Michelle more than I do, bro. He, 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 yo, look, he's smitten, bro. He is he's very smitten. much so, bro. But I, but, I can but totally see that. But here's the thing. This is why I say that there's power in those two people. It wasn't too long ago that we all hated Bush. Now it's 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 a beautiful thing to see the difference in how he is. He's it's, way it's, different it's, now. Yes. He, yes. He, but, but, but here's the thing about it. So this is this let, let's talk about and we can we can because we can get on this for forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's why yeah, here's why I think here's why I think the difference we can leave on this. I think that the difference between Bush now, right, versus Bush back then is Bush just came into 9-11, right? So it's like when you just stumble into something like this that falls in your lap, regardless of whatever the, the circumstances are on it, I think that it changes to me whatever your approach was when you got into the office, right? Whatever you planned on doing changes after 9-11. Everybody's life changed after 9-11. And then I think that because it was still, you know, the rebuilding was under his watch, you kind of have to at least give him that other four years. So I think that that's one thing. And, and, and to be quite honest with you, though, man, I think that to that regard, I think that Bush Jr. did as good of a job as someone could that, that you would think, given those circumstances. Like, like, like I tell, I, I say this all the time on this show. Like, I won't judge you when something happens right then and there. I do want to judge you on what you do afterwards, right? And yeah. and I think that that's why I don't I don't get on Trump as much about how he handled, you know, uh COVID. That that's not that big of a deal. When it initially how how he initially handled that, like listen, that's something that nobody, yeah, the, yeah, my boy Barack Obama had a had a playbook for it, but it was you you never thought it was gonna happen. So now I'm going to judge you on what you do afterwards. And that's the problem that I have a problem with. I mean, that's the thing I have. A, but but I think that Bush, I don't know how you in the history of the United States that 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 you handle 9-11. And so from that perspective, though, man, I think that a lot of what Bush was was judged on initially was 9-11, though, bro. So, um Anywho, let's 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 because we can uh, we, we can, can I, I, am, get into. I am watching it though, man. I am watching a couple of things though. Um Tory Lane's still in the news. Album came out. D, I don't know if you uh listened to Tory Lane's album though, man. He was um getting into some of the details. He hadn't came out and spoke a whole lot about uh Megan D Stallion. She is a Texas treasure and she needs to be protected at all times. Now he's gone on, hadn't said anything out and about, but here recently, the boy Rick Ross came out, said, Hey man, not very tastefully done on your rollout, basically, though, man. He was it's Tory Lane's typing back ace. Explain this to me. Yeah, so basically, man, you know, uh most people that, that you're 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 in a couple of different lanes here. One lane is first of all, Tory comes out and basically says, like, yo. There's a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. And then my time is now. Give me about five minutes. I'm dropping some on all platforms. Right. And so people thought he maybe at first was just going to speak and, and kind of explain stuff. But he dropped a full length project called Daystar. The thing is with 
with that is it happened right around the time when we just got the sentencing for the the the, the officers involved in the Brianna Taylor case. Yeah. So Rick Ross was like, "Yo, it's not it's not the time, bro." Now, mind you, from what I've heard is that either the day that he dropped it was either his mom's birthday or and or it was the the the, the anniversary of her death. Uh, so that's why he was dropping a project. Now, the project, he didn't just like drop a song. He did a whole album and each song had like puzzle pieces of different things. Little nuggets, little nuggets yeah. in there. So Rick Ross came back, was clapping back. So then uh, he came back and uh, uh, Tory Lanez came back and said, listen, Ross, you're a legend. So I really don't want to you know, go back and forth with you. However, I've been out protesting in Florida and I hadn't seen Ricky Ross. And so, uh, of course, and he was like, so you talk about my poor decisions or, or bad taste. That's bad taste that I'm in your area and I'm out here pro uh, protesting and you not. So Rick Ross comes back, was like, listen, young blood. You wasn't protesting. You have a condo that you pay fifteen hundred a month. The protesters were coming down by where you were at. You came out and did your little photo op. And then did this. He was like, you should be out here talking about protecting these black queens, this, that, and the other. So we, we really don't need to get into it. And Rick Ross has been going back and forth, dropping more videos, basically like, yo, I'm a I'm a Batoria car for, for, for his for his release. This that like he just been jabbing at him, just kind of the same way he kind of came at Birdman. He kind of did the same thing. Now, some of the other, I'm just trying to give you guys all the information so you know where we're at. Right, 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 right. But more information is that it sounds like that there have been some emails going out to different blogs, different sites, and apparently there's, you know, like some dummy accounts that are coming from Tory Lanez's people that's trying to relate a different story of what actually happened in those events. Uh, also, there has been other talks that, uh, Tori actually offered Meg Thee Stallion and her friend Hush Money, uh, basically trying to change the narrative right now. So it's it's a bunch of stuff going on. This is, I know a lot of people, some people didn't want to listen to the album at all. But you have to understand, for those of us that did listen to it, it's not necessarily to support him, which we understand each stream equals, you know, being supportive. But at the same time, not as much as you think. Trust me. I know. <laughs> at the same time. 5,000 streams. It's one of those things that you have to, if if this is the only medium that he's releasing information when we're trying to figure out what's going on, you right. kind of got to do that, especially from a journalistic standpoint from us. I want to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Right. So uh, what, what say y'all? I Look, CV, you know me. <laughs> when I even heard about it, I, I just literally canceled my, I, I, I didn't really mess with the dude in the first place, but I'm like, he shot, like, like, <laughs> he, he shot. D, we've uh, like been my, trying to figure out what could have been said for him to say, nope, cat cat. That's hold, on, hold on. I forgot one other thing. Another thing that came out, there was even another report saying that he was saying, dance, dance, dance. Why dance. He yeah, so, like you about to so, so I have a friend on Facebook, um, um, Honey Marie Hill, real cool. She's from Chicago. 
um, good people. I literally call her my sister. Um, and I get all of my information about stuff like this from her. So when I even found out about it, I was like, how do you, how do you shoot a, a woman? And, and, and if I'm correct, he shot in the foot, right? Yes. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but what am I? I, I got nothing, man. I'm, I'm deferring to you too, because y'all are the experts. I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna, all right. I hate to bring it up again, but since you ask, <laughs> Ace, since he asked, <laughs> D, what? I, I got to tell you this. I got a homegirl back in Colleen. Just giving the short and bridge version. Okay. We got so much to get into. My homegirl, shout out to Jennifer Jameson. D, I saw some girls pull up on Jennifer Jameson. And uh -huh. the biggest one gets out of the car. They sign at this. It's a girl on girls fight. Three on this, like four on three. And no, three on three on two. The biggest girl, though, JJ. Right. JJ out here. This girl walks up on JJ and says, What's up? My homegirl JJ is throwing these haymakers. Listen, D. <laughs> I know she must have thrown at least 20. All haymakers, 20 of your best hits, your best. She was out here looking like Smokey Robinson with the hits. <laughs> she goes 20 and never misses. I didn't see her miss one time. 20, right. 20 haymakers. And D, when I'm seeing these haymakers, they tight fist, they solid, they land, they stick in. Finish him. <laughs> I pulled JJ to the side. And I said, JJ, I love you like a sister. But if you ever hit me with one of them 20s, <laughs> you got to get yeah, all I, I got. Yeah, <laughs> you, you ain't shooting JJ. 20, listen, JJ. Tw listen, D, 20 straight haymakers, both hands. So I'm assuming that Tory Lanez got hit with these JJ punches and he said that what's your name? Hey. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. Listen, let me get off of it because but listen but yeah. if 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 Megan the Stallion who is about six foot one with heels on through these JJ style punches and Tory Lanez who's about five foot two mm, I don't know Yo. So then that means, so then that means that Tory Lanez is quick. Now you oh, no. want to shoot me in my pinky toe. Hey. Really, dude? So he's quick? He got stuck in the face with a jab I, and got I beat up? I saw his jump shot, and I he might, I saw the way he shoot, and he might be subject to do that, the way his jump shot looked. Listen, listen, let me switch topics here. But that's a but that, that, that is something that we've been trying to get to the bottom of for two months. What exactly has been said to make this man shoot Megan the Stallion, who is a Texas treasure, Texas treasure. who should be protected <laughs> at all times? <laughs> listen, the brat been wow. out here talking. The brat has I never listen. I never, never hear the brat talk about anything personal. Now, I know that she's on um, Ricky Smiley Morning Show, and she talks more now than I've ever heard her say. But I've been right. seeing the brat just putting information out here in these streets, Ace. Yeah. 
what we gonna do about this? What what, what what's what, what what we got with this one though, bro? Couple things, man. So first, you know, I heard uh, the brat out here basically saying she had to run these hands. She had to give somebody them hands. Uh, she was in the hallway talking to AI about some stuff, and some half dressed girl came down the hallway like, "Yo, I came looking for AI," and she was like, "What? Are you? Are you really <laughs> saying that? this is when they were dating? Yeah, when they was dating. I didn't know they were ever dating." Yeah, yeah, they was dating for a minute. She and she was like, you know, this was before you know she came out or whatever. And so she was like, and she's like, hey, you know, I was doing whatever I could to make him, you know, satisfied or whatever. But AI, you know, being a ball player and everything that he he's, you know, what he has, whatever. So yeah, she said she had to finish him on that girl. So those things, man, that's one thing. The other thing is, I I know she did a, I know she did an interview with with. Uh, with candy. Uh, and so I, a bunch of stuff kind of came out. I don't know where this particular thing came from, but I guess she was addressing the rumors about her and Rashida's husband. Uh, I guess, you know, she, she handled that too. So Kurt, Kurt Frost. Yes. Oh, Kurt still out in them streets. What, but yeah. What, 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 what did she say though? Well, I just, I, I, I think she just commented on it. Like she just addressed the rumors that hey yeah we we slept together like yeah we used to kick it or whatever and we used to sleep together too so um, so this is the brat saying this yeah so you know a lot of people kind of feel like you know it's her truth to tell but at the same time she is like basically just telling the boy biz or whatever like that but I mean it's her business too so but that's the end thing now isn't it isn't that the social thing now like to stay to relevant like yeah. I, that is a good point. But I don't know if it's necessarily this. I mean, because she's been in this lane with the Ricky Smiley Morning Show, she's kind of still. But you I know, don't hear her say. I, but that's the thing about it. I hear her talking about other people because, as a radio personality, now that's what she has to do. But I never hear her talk about her. I've never known. So this is what's crazy. So the funny thing about this is that I was surprised about, let alone the Kurt because and the AI because. I've been out before and have seen the brat and I've seen her with chicks and, and I was like, okay, well that seems, I was more surprised about her dating AI, like dating men versus just, you know, like I, I saw that she recently came out and I was like, I think everybody just assumed that because I've, I've seen her before and have assumed that. So I, if anything, I'm, I'm shocked that, you know, I know that as, as 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 crazy as it sounds, though, bro, I think that the old Atlanta and even the new Atlanta still is very tight knit. So, like, I think I talked about it before. We were talking about Cardi B and who could possibly date Cardi B. Like, she's practically off limits to Atlanta because everybody in Atlanta is cool with each other. Well, that old Atlanta is very tight knit as well. So I'm just kind of surprised, though, man, that. That 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 kind of move would be made with that old you Atlanta. You could date Cardi B. Cardi B is off limits to all of the Atlanta rappers. Not at all. Yes. No. Why you say yeah. that? But nobody cares. Nobody. No. You you really think these Atlanta rappers are gonna say no to her because of what's his name? Offset is that his name? Offset. Yes, yeah, they're all friends. So what? Nobody cares, bro. They don't These listen. People's... They don't listen. Don't, they don't. They've already came out and haven't done any music. Like, uh, like, apply this. This is a perfect example. 
So Lil Yachty basically says, yeah, I feel kind of bad because there was an opportunity for him to do music with Nicki Minaj. And he was like, I just can't do it just because I'm good with, you know, uh, Cardi B's people. You know, he's good with Offset, Migos, whatever, whatever. Right. So I think that look at this dude right here. I'm but listen, saying, man. When, when, when I opened up for her, she was flirting with your boy. So I, I just figured, you know, it was I, good. Hey, I, maybe I'm, she was then. Maybe she was trying to let you know something. Hey, hey. But listen, though, D, so the thing about it is that, hey. <laughs> but D, the big thing is that in Atlanta, though, like everybody in, like mostly all of those dudes are part of the same management crew, same level, all those, um, uh, Q uh, and A or QA group, whatever they're cruising, all of them are so tight knit that I don't see that anybody from Atlanta would slide out with her like that, bro. I just don't. Here's okay, because I want to okay. go ahead. Mark, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna say I wanted to address Mark saying he said Candy didn't have to put it out, but at the same token, Candy's not responsible for what somebody else says on her podcast. Like if somebody came on our podcast and said something, I mean I don't know I like if. The yeah. Yes. <laughs> Listen, man. So, sorry I, about that. Again. But I think yeah, you that I am, but, but but I am surprised though that you know what I'm saying that 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 she would be at because put this like like I'm I'm pretty sure when it comes to the degrees of separation, right? Like I think that even though she has been, even though like the the Rashida and let's say Candy the brat, like Candy the brat, they probably cool from the so 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 death days. Well, there was a period where so so death was kind of heavy in Atlanta, and it was for a, for a stretch. And I think that just the network of all those people, like I, I'm just kind of surprised, though. I mean, but I'm not surprised that I guess I'm just surprised that the brat would go there with somebody who she would I, I'd imagine that she's familiar with, right? Like she, I'm pretty sure she has friends who were friends with Rashida. Well, well that, I have that's all that she's in the. Go ahead, and I, and I got something else because that's not no, all. Finish what you're gonna say. I'm not gonna forget my question. Go ahead, uh, Amon. Go I was just gonna say there's other stuff that she's in the news for. So, uh, the other thing is her and her sister haven't been Lisa Lisa Ray haven't been straight for quite a while, and uh, I believe so. Lisa Ray had a surprise birthday party, and so her friends tried to surprise her and bring the bread out, and so it didn't go well. Like she kind of like busted out crying and she's like hurt because, you know, the brat just recently came out. Like she just announced that she's, you know, you know, got married or whatever the case may be. And Lisa Ray was like, I had no idea about this relationship, like that this was your lifestyle or whatever the case may be. You 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 let me find out on social media like everybody else. And if we supposed to be that tight, I feel some kind of way. So, yeah, she the brat's just in the news, bro. I can so I thought that listen, we 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 were talking about this, and at first I was just like, "Well, how is Lisa Ray making making the Brett moment? I'm coming out the way I want to come out, right?" And I thought that, and my initial reaction was like, "Why would Lisa Ray make it about her? Like, if that's when she want to do it or how she want to go ahead and, and and say that." Uh, did let her let her have that moment of happy, let her own that. I thought my initial response to that was that that seems like a little selfish to me, though, bro. Yeah, but okay. here's, uh, here's my question because I don't want to I want to get lost in this. No, no, you good. Um, I don't know if it's true because I don't follow the culture that way. But did Future just have a baby with Bow Wow's baby's mom? 
<laughs> so what are you talking about this close-knit thing in Atlanta? They different circles. Dude, Future and Bow Wow's in different circles. Nah, I'm saying they're Atlanta rappers. I'm saying yeah, there's a bunch of Atlanta rappers. So if you really believe that one of these Atlanta rappers and look, any woman that's walking around talking about she got rap, hold on. <laughs> look, <laughs> look, I'm not an Atlanta rapper, but she's running around talking about she's whap. She got whap. I'm interested. Everybody, interested. you know what I'm saying? You run around. Lone, what, 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 what else? The lone unmarried guy out here, right? What, what, what are we gonna do about this one, though, D? You, I, we need to make some calls, then, bro. I'm, 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 I need to go ahead and put your name out there in these streets, then, bro. We gotta go okay. ahead. And <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, man. I don't think that. I don't think that everybody is as thorough. Is they claim to be when it comes to that? Well, wait a I minute. Just I just thought I just thought about something here. I got two things. Uh, I need to holler. Listen, didn't the brat's new girl just buy her like a Bentley GT or something like that? I'm crazy. And then I saw. Listen, bro. I this is this is because I, I I'm gonna follow where I'm going here with this. I saw that money bag yo girl bought him a Bentley Jeep and. Bought him a Lamborghini truck for his birthday, and the girl bought the brat, and their their IG girls both bought them these hot. Hold on, because I need to holler at the researcher. Hey, research department, <laughs> my birthday is coming up. <laughs> now he buying these boys trucks, Bentleys, Lambo trucks. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to keep that in mind. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Look, hey, listen, but we had to, so what changed my mind about that is that I, 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 I would feel some kind of way if you get on Instagram and say, Hey, man, just want to go and let y'all know your boy bringing a new addition to the family. And you said, You put, I got to find out on Instagram. I got to find out on Instagram that my brother from another mother. Yeah. <laughs> listen, bro. I still listen. I'm only thinking about this because it's Landon's, Landon's birthday tomorrow. But I still remember when I found out that we was pregnant. And I was like, yo, I'm on the way because she took the pregnancy. So I'm like, yo, I'm going to get another one just to make sure. And I was on the phone with you when it happened. And then the funny thing about it is I still remember when I when I found out that Landon was a boy, I slid on up in the Macy's and I'm like, yo, Ace, Ace, I'm buying my boy some pants, bro. <laughs> Doug, it was like these little three-month-old pants. I was super hyped. Yeah. And listen, bro, if you had to find something out like that from social media, though, bro, I could understand Look, my initial response. I was mad at Tari. Uh listen. You know, I drove Tari out to Cameron University. Some things happened, so he had to end up, you know, red shirt or whatever the case may be. So then uh, something was happening with the coach that following year. And so he was like, he ended up transferring to another school. Found out on on uh, Twitter. I'm scrolling Twitter and and it said, oh, I've consulted my family and this is, we feel like this is <laughs> Listen, my son knew what time it was when I when he saw my number hit the phone. He didn't even say, "Hey, Dad," nothing. He was like, "Dad, let me explain." I said, "Oh, you better you better say something." I'm like, "What <laughs> did you talk to? Because you ain't talked to me." 
Oh, it was I crazy. Listen, listen, let's segue because you're talking about basketball. And this NBA got some stuff. Oh, oh, I've been waiting for this one here. Ace Kennedy. What up? The boy Doc Rivers and got fired. <coughs> listen, bro, I got some questions here. And I'm gonna need some. I'm, I'm gonna need you to count. I, I'm gonna need you to answer this one. All right, let's go. Kawhi, if if he got fired, Kawhi had to at least given his blessing. Okay, on some regard, some level. I, I'm assuming that the owner spoke to him, spoke to maybe Paul George, who you know he thought was his number two guy. He played like a number three guy. Right, he, you think you think Kawhi co-signed this one? Well, here's the thing: before Doc Rivers got fired, now mind you, let's hold on, let's let hold on, let let's go back. Because I'm gonna take you back. Didn't I ask the question? Was Paul George gonna get fired on this podcast? (laughs) You did say that. You did say that. I gotta give you the props. Okay. But besides that, though, even before all of that stuff happened, right when they lost, there was reports coming out that Ka- that Kawhi was saying that he was having some friction with uh, Doc Rivers. So it did, and, and reports did leak that Bomber talked to a number of players, including Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Now, it doesn't say what side of the fence that they were on. It just said that their decisions had no effect on what Bomber was going to do. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people, <clears throat> speculate that part of it is when Paul George on his exit interview was basically saying, well, this wasn't championship or bust for us. And it made uh, Bomber mad because it's like, maybe y'all didn't get the message. Maybe my coach didn't tell y'all, but this was championship or bust. We gave up heaven, earth, three babies. uh, They don't have (laughs) another draft pick until 2027. Those kids are in sixth grade. Landon could get drafted by the Clippers. Yeah. But it's not championship or bust. And here's the other thing, right? Kawhi and PG both can walk away from the Clippers next year. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what this, what what I think is crazy. And and D, I want you to follow me on this one because me and the boy might have had this debate now for a couple of months now on why. (laughs) Ma shifted like that. We about to get it. Follow where I'm going with this, and I won't. This won't take it. But I I just want to. I'm gonna whip this caddy. Ain't gonna, I'm gonna take the scenic route. When you get that, I got a hot take too. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you who who ultimately gets poetic justice by Doc Rivers getting fired. Because let's take a step back. I told you before. I said, listen. The reason why Paul George wanted to get traded from the from the Pacers was because. At the end of the day, Paul George looked at the Pacers and said, y'all can't put nobody around me better, better than so that I can beat LeBron while he was at Miami, right? right? He said, y'all can't put nobody around me, and so I got to go ahead and roll on now. Meanwhile, the Pacers were saying, listen, well, we thought you was the next LeBron. We thought you What's the thing to get us over the hump, right? You give us another season or two, we get it over the hump. So then he goes in with two years left on his deal and says, I'm not re-signing. So now they're forcing to trade him on. Now 
they're looking for someone. Now, Ace tries to contend that Paul George says, hey, you know what? I'm trying to go ahead and get to California because my mama's sick. My mama no, can't no, no, come. No, 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 no. If you're going to sell the story, you if you're going to tell the story, tell the facts. The facts he, are. His, his mama was sick and his and mama was, was in Cali. Couldn't, he said his mom was sick. Now, meanwhile, earlier this year, Paul George went on to a podcast and basically said that the reason why he left was because at the time he had a conversation with Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis then said, I'll come on out there to play with you. Now, mind you, Anthony Davis had just signed his deal with New Orleans. Now, the Pacers are a small market team. They don't make as much money. So they're thinking like, listen, we can't we can't afford that deal. Paul George said, that's it. That's that's according to Paul George. Also, what did it? But let me tell you the ultimate, the ultimate poetic justice, because then he hightails it out of the uh, the paces, out of the hate, the paces, because just like everybody else, LeBron was getting to the Eastern Conference final. It was no question. He goes on out there because he can't be a number one guy. He goes out to Oklahoma to be Russell Westbrook's number two. Then the Russell Westbrook, they couldn't get it. He said, hey, we're going to trade you because then you said Sam Presti is all-knowing. So Sam Presti must have knew something about Paul George. So Sam Presti said, let me try to go ahead and get him on out here. He, Paul George like, oh, y'all trying to trade me? Let he, me go ahead. all this fact wrong, bro. Listen, listen, follow where I'm going. This is a scenic route, but I want to paint this picture for you. So now... Paul George in a thief of the night, very much like how the the, the Baltimore, uh, the how the uh, how the Indiana Colts leave in the middle of the night to go to Baltimore. Or what was it? The Browns move across country, whatever. Right? <laughs> he goes on over because he can't take the pressure of being the number one guy. He had to be number two. He was number one in the Pacers. He goes to the Oklahoma City to be number one. Then Kawhi says, "I'll come, I'll come," but you got to bring Paul George. Paul George said, yeah, that's a fast track to a title. They was already there. This is easy, right? This is easy. So now, fast forward, the Clippers, they can't get to the, they can't get to the finals to play against a team that their team was constructed to beat, the L.A. Lakers. Every right, they can't beat the Nuggets because they weren't constructed to beat the Nuggets in a seven-game series. Only the Lakers. Ace Kennedy, who is the Lakers coach? Frank Vogel, who was Paul George's coach when he said, y'all can't build a team around me enough to beat LeBron James? Frank Vogel, who <laughs> made win the championship? LeBron James, so you took the scenic route and you still couldn't get past LeBron James. That is poetic justice for Frank Vogel because he lost his job two years after. He said, I built my team around Paul George and you left. So now Frank Vogel is riding into the sunset trying to win a championship ring with the same guy you said. We can't get over that. We can't get past LeBron James. That's, that, that's, that's like Hollywood, bro. The same <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's Hollywood because you just made up a fake story. You had so many <laughs> so bro. Your story was the non-canon version of it's what all happened. Facts. No, it's not. No, and it's not all facts. It's poetic. Answer the question. Because I'm not even fixing to go uh, three days talking to you about this game. Answer this one question. Did Paul George request to go to Oklahoma City or was he traded to Oklahoma City? He requested to be traded. 
No, no, no. That's not the question I asked you. Did he request to go to Oklahoma City or was he traded to Oklahoma City? That's two responses. Okay. So my response to that is that he requested to be traded, right? They said, oh, we got a deal for Oklahoma City. He said, okay, I'm good. So, yes. No, he doesn't have a non-trade clause in his in his stuff, bro. He got pulled. Information. He got pulled. He had a max contract at the time. You got pulled when you got the max contract. Bro. And the second question I'm going to ask you, did he ask Kawhi to come join him or did Kawhi ask him to come join him? Kawhi uh, asked him to come join him. Exactly. So how are you a number two if somebody asks you to come and join them? It's easy. No. They say you're not better than me. I can get them there, but you can help me. According you to you, according to you, the conversation was come be my number two. And that conversation. He said, come be my number two. No, he did not say no. Come be my number two. Come be my Robin. Come be the heat. None of that. None of the sidekick talk. Well, here's, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you the bad. Let me tell you the part that furthers the poetic justice of Frank Vogel. The part that's more interesting about it is that now because they didn't. And Paul George says, oh, it wasn't championship or bust for us. It's just the beginning. Now, Trez is going to be looking for a starter money. So Trez is going to be gone. That changes your whole dynamic of your bench. Now you're in a position where you think. Well, listen, I got to pay Trey a start of money, or do I just trade Paul George, who you saw was acting like a number two, and maybe he's more comfortable being a number three with no expectations. You can just go do whatever you want to do then. I'm glad you said that, because that's a perfect segue for my uh, hot take. So my hot take is this. <laughs> Love it. Paul George should be traded to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> yes. It would answer all your questions, Charles. It just, it bundles everything up for you nice in a bow. It, it gives you everything. I'm you tired of Paul George trying to avoid the grind. Dame Lillard was right. You keep hopping around these teams to got to try, try to get the fast track, bro. Sit down somewhere and grind it out. That's how it's done. It's no, it's no fast track. It's no easy way. Listen, you saw Carl Malone. But LeBron he didn't tried to do go that. To the Lake. No, LeBron did. LeBron only left because listen, LeBron on, only left on. because it was clear that having Bruh. Booby Gibson was not going to get it done, bro. It's Get still me. a grind, CV. C C you can't have a double-edged sword, bro. You're going to cut your throat mm -hmm. while you're cutting someone else's throat. Mm -hmm. Look, it's, it's, I don't want to hear that Booby Gibson. They got Kyrie and dude left. He, it, LeBron is not about the grind. You are Bill not going to convince Charlie, with all due respect, I know this is your show, but let me finish my point. LeBron is not about the grind. He's not. If he was about the grind, he would have stayed in Cleveland and eventually won a title. That dude linked up with two all-stars, a bench, a role player, and Battier that was one of the best defenders in the league at the time. So let's knock it all. No. Let's knock it all the way that off. Roster, the that roster, no, that on, roster, listen, that Miami roster as constructed when they wanted you ain't, you, ain't let, you ain't let me finish. You ain't let me finish. Didn't exist. So what, so what he does, what he does is he leaves – Miami, after he couldn't win there anymore, he goes back to Cleveland. They construct another team with Love, Kyrie, and Tristan. 
He wins a championship there, starts losing again in Cleveland, and jumps ship from Cleveland and goes somewhere else. LeBron is not a grind guy. Let's knock it. No. Let's knock it. I, 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 you can't be a grind guy and be on four or five different teams. That's I, impossible. I, I, and here's I the thing: the like only that. reason why Kawhi left, I mean, uh, the only reason why Kyrie left, is because he found out his name was coming up in trade talks. That's the right. only reason why he left. So that's LeBron what is the number one guy in every situation. LeBron is the number one guy, and there I don't. A, I to me, hold on, Charlie, hold on. I completely disagree with you. When you say LeBron is a grind guy, LeBron is the fast track. He's the poster boy for fast track titles. He is. There's no, you can't be a grind guy and be on four or five different teams. In your career. <laughs> I look at it like this. This is the way I look at it. I look at it like this. The only, so this, the only thing that I slight LeBron on isn't so much that he went to Miami was that he left Miami because even when they lost that last ring, I thought that even still, man, they, that with that right with those with, with Bosch and, and D Wade, I thought that they could have won easily at least one of the next yeah. two. Like yeah. when I looked at that, I thought that I put like this. I think personally, right, that Bosch, D Wade, and LeBron would have been a better matchup than that loss they took for the Warriors two years later. Like I thought that that was it, and I think that the reason why I think LeBron basically. I, I can't say why LeBron left Miami. I do I slight him on why. that. I can tell but you. But I why. think that the reason you why slide him. you shouldn't reason? slide him. Hmm? You shouldn't slide him. He no. went back. He 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 went back because he wanted to bring a championship to his hometown. Yeah, but he was there already. My thing is this. I guess the reason why I look at it a little different the first time around is because I think that LeBron, after having been in the league for seven years, eight years by then, I think LeBron knew, all right, you know what? I've been there and have lost, and for getting there and have lost, I've seen what those other teams, how they're built. And this particular owner isn't trying to build what they're doing over there. And Let when I think bro. when he realized that that was never going to happen, <laughs> that's when he rolled, though. But Charles, why is it okay for the king to go join other people to win a championship but it's not okay for Paul George to join other people and try to win a championship. I'm going to tell you the reason why that's a very good question. I think the main <laughs> reason for that, the main reason for that is because when I look at that, the same reason why, because I can understand why Cleveland would say, no, LeBron, we thought you were enough, right? And when LeBron went to those other teams, like I told you, LeBron went to the other teams and was clearly the number one. When he went to Miami, Dwayne Wade had already had a ring, and Dwayne Wade embraced him and said, I'm going to go ahead and fall back to number two. But the yeah. difference to me is that when Paul George left, people viewed him as a number one guy. And when he left, he went to go be a backup. He went to go be a number two. So according to the stats, AD is the better player right now, and he invited him to come and join the Lakers. So he AD could is clearly the number two. Let, let, let me let me say something right on this grind guy thing because you grind guy he knows what it takes. All right, hold on. Here's here's what it is. Tim Duncan is a grind guy. True. Kobe Bryant is the con the consummate grind guy, and I will say why. Kobe tasted championships very early on in his career, and then he went through a stretch where they weren't even making the playoffs. And Kobe could have left. He made the threat to leave. It, he was vocal about being displeased with how the team was being run, but he stayed there. 
and he 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 grounded out for for a few seasons until they got Gasol and got good enough again to win a championship. In my opinion, you cannot be a grind guy and play for four teams. Kobe you just can't. Asked, it doesn't make Kobe sense. Asked to be traded, and they was like, "Nah, we ain't doing that." Now Russell but, is also but, but, a grind guy. Say again. Russell Westbrook is also a grind guy. Grind guy. Grind guy. I, I, and look, I, I can't. I can't argue Russell. Yeah, because Kobe, Kobe, Kobe could have left if he wanted to leave. Whether he, if he asked for a trade and they told him no, if Kobe put enough pressure, he was trying to go to the Bulls. Like a baby. No, he's trying to. Go if to he the pulled a LeBron, he could have gone. All he had to do was whine enough. I don't know. I think. You know, I, I think that though. D, this is the way I look at it, though, man. I think that. I think that. Don't get me wrong. I think that these days, the way that championship teams are constructed are way different than how they were back in the Tim Duncan days, right? Because when you look at it, I mean, Tim Duncan was a generational player, right? So he was he fell into a good position where they had David Robinson and then they had Tim Duncan and then they put the rest of the people around him and it just made sense. But you had generational talent. I think that when you have that generational talent and then you also have the franchise and the, and the front office around it to build around it, people know what they're doing. I think that the problem is, though, man, is that I think that Cleveland had the generational players. And I think I, I honestly believe, bro, that had LeBron stayed in Cleveland, nobody's going to go. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland. Like who? They nobody died. Like Joe Kim Noah was right. Nobody's dying to go to Cleveland. And it, because that's the case, LeBron would have never won, not with the people. And so in order for you to, in order for you to win it without people coming there for free agency, you have to suck and then get you a top draft pick. And I don't think that was ever going to happen seeing that LeBron was in the playoffs the for grind. the first year. But that's the grind. But you can't be going can't through that. And, and while you're going through that, you're getting a check for fifteen million dollars a year. So your life isn't all that bad. It it's doesn't not suck all that, that bad, bad. No, you know, you make, you're making fifteen, twenty million dollars a year to 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 play for a few months out of the year. LeBron's just not a grind guy. You got You, I know you like LeBron, and I know how staunch you support the dude. LeBron is your basketball Jay Z. You ain't gonna come off that. But I know you, and you know real when it comes to that. Well, hold if on. You, He's 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 not Jordan. Jordan is the Jay Z. So what no, is I it? said right now. I said LeBron is your because right. he's still playing. LeBron yeah, right is your now. basketball yeah. Jay Z. Yeah, because he's still playing. In the he's grand scheme, in the grand scheme, the comparison is LeBron is like the Drake. Yeah, LeBron is. Drake. I understand, but again, Jordan but was a grind it. guy. I, I, Remember I, I all the years it. he lost, but he just. I I, kept, I get that though, right? But I kept think grinding. That, I think that even even with that said, though, right, there was a point where they had to have the front office with the with the savvy to to know. All right, we got to put better people. We got to put the right people. I don't think that Cleveland, who they had, Danny Ferry at the time. Like I, I just don't, don't think make that excuses, they, bro. Don't, I'm don't not make making excuses. excuses for him. I'm just saying. Don't that do that. There, there don't are make times excuses. Where, you know look, what I think? I think that he, he didn't go. Better, bro. Look, he didn't go to a team. He went to a team that was already prepped, seasoned, primed. They were already tuned to win. He went to Miami strategically because he knew that they had an opportunity to win as soon as he got there. That was apparent. He didn't take, he didn't go to a lesser four or five seat and build it up. So if you're going to knock Paul George for doing the same thing, LeBron did the same no, thing. The only I, difference is I, it worked for him. I knocked Paul George only because this was funny. I knocked Paul George because I like Paul George. 
and I've knocked Paul George because I, I think Paul George has probably the best NBA game, right? But I knock him because I looked at him like he could be the next LeBron. He could be the next new whatever that you are. So when there was the – No, no. Yes, he was it. Listen, the same way I looked at – the same way I looked at Kevin Durant like, oh, he's the first of his kind. The same way I looked at Russell Westbrook and said he's the first, he's one of one. I thought Paul George, and I think even still Paul George is that, but I think that he don't got this. And that's what separates him. And that's, and that's what makes him take that back. So wrong, though. That's the problem. You, that's you, right. See, and that's the thing. You so you so hard-headed that you don't, like, you. nobody can tell you nothing. The dude said it out of his own mouth why he did certain things. And you don't believe him saying it. That's, that's I thought problem. that was his excuse. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, so I get that he said that. You don't believe I that. Nobody what he said. I interpret what he is saying as an excuse. Because here's the you, thing. He's about to fool around and get himself traded. So is he going to say, nah, y'all can't trade me because my mama's still in L.A.? Y'all up the street nah, with that, bro. If, if he get traded, he gets <laughs> traded. That's not in his control because he doesn't have that in his contract to not be traded. The thing is, though, the part that, that, that I'm talking about is the man you are, like I said, you are just like all them people that said Kaepernick, the reason why Kaepernick is kneeling because the flag. That's what you sound like. Hashtag, hashtag poetic justice. For Frankie Vogel. What else we say before we get out of here, bro? <laughs> listen, man. Uh, so listen, tomorrow, um, Heat Lakers start. Who you got? Well, before we before we get to, before we say that, I have to say, Deion Waiters is the ultimate winner out of this whole thing. Before they even before they even play a game, they just <laughs> need to go ahead and get his ring size because he getting a ring regardless. Whoever wins, it don't even matter. Because he played for Miami <laughs> early. Miami early this year. Now he played for the Lakers. So either way it go, just go ahead and get his ring size. Hey, listen, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest with you, bro. I every time I think of Dion Waiters, I just can't help but think of how he was spazzing out on the plane because he ate that edible, bro. And I can only picture it because this is my thing. If you're on, if you're getting, okay, this is the NBA, so you do drug testing and whatnot. I don't know what the regularity is on it, but he had to have taken the edible before he got on the plane. So that means that you just said whatever with the rules. But he gets on here and starts spazzing out, though, bro. I, I, I can't help but think about it. But he is winning. He, 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 he's like, I'm good either way. Uh, so to answer your question, though, to answer your question, it's not a foregone conclusion that the Lakers are going to win. I think Miami is the best, is clearly the best team from the Eastern Conference that can actually give them fits. They have the personnel that can actually match up against the Lakers. So I honestly think that uh, it's going to be, it's going seven games. I don't think this is a a, a blowout. I don't think this, and, and, and I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm going to have to judge off of the first two games before I can pick a clear winner. What's up, mm-hmm. Dave? I say five Lakers. Okay. Let's yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Lakers. This, this is the game. This one is the game. The series, I'm sorry. That I think Anthony Davis's rest of his career is gonna be judged by. This Absolutely. series. Because what's his I'm name? I'm gonna say something right. dumb real quick before okay. y'all. I just don't think they lose after Kobe passed this year. I I I, I don't see the Lakers losing. And I'm not saying something like, oh, it's pre preordained or the NBA got it set up. I just think there's too much emotion, too much energy, 
too much drive. I just think you can't get this far and not win for Kobe. Yeah. I don't. This championship isn't for anybody else except for Kobe and his daughter, really, first and foremost. And then the rest of the city and the organization organization gets to take part. Now, let me say this, though. Uh, I, I agree with that. It'd be a great storyline to, to cap off everything. It would be dope. But let me let me flip it a little bit, though. Uh, going into uh, the joke that Charles set up for me for the for the uh, Frankie V. Uh, so the ultimate uh, ultimate revenge or whatever you want to call it would be Pat Pat Riley if the Heat come back and win against Ooh. the Rock. That would be the the ultimate. But here's yeah. here's the thing. The way LeBron, yeah, the way LeBron has been playing, I love I love seeing him in attack mode. But the thing is, is that I really do think that Jimmy Butler is playing the same way. Like Jimmy Butler has something to prove because he's been switched around from different teams and everybody swears he's a locker cancer. I mean, a, a locker room cancer and, and this, that and the other. But he's been playing some of the best basketball, like his three point percentage, like everything. He He's like putting the team on his back and doing what he has to do. That's why I'm so excited to see this series. Jimmy Butler better ball out. You better not be out here with this mustache growing like the way it looked for nothing. <laughs> it better be bro, for championship. He be sweating and his hair still. Oh be my gosh, bro. It, I guess it be nappy. So that nappy be soaking up the sweat so fast, though, bro. Yeah, like it doesn't look like it either whooping. It looks so bad. These matchups, I'm ready to see Rondo versus Hero. I'm ready to see uh Kuzma versus uh the uh Drago. Uh, uh Drago guard nobody. I mean, I know, but that's... Listen, I will be honest <laughs> with you, bro. I think I got at least 12 on Kuzma. I think Listen. I could put up 12 on Kuzma right now, bro. I want Iggy versus Green, bro. I, like, I want to see. I want to... This is this is going to be the series. Like, this... Listen, gonna... Let me tell you what I think. So let me tell you where I think it's... Where I think some some things are, are going to... That, that can happen. I honestly think that unlike how I told you before that the Joker was going to be too slow for AD and how you was talking about Nurkic was going to be able to hold the boy AD down. I think, and even though uh, the Rockets kind of had the boy AD playing out of position, I think Bam Adebayo can actually guard him. And I don't think that they're going to double down on him. Mm. And so I think that because that's the case though, bro, um, I I I I am kind of curious because the problem that I have with the Lakers isn't AD and LeBron, right? You could say AD might you know might fall off in the fourth quarter, but you know if he does it, it's it, it, you could say it's kind of routine. But I never know what I'm going to get out of the rest of the Lakers, and so because that's the case, like I know I've watched Miami enough before the break to know what I'm going to get out of Miami. Every player on a team plays hard. Every single thing they don't have, like they don't have no Kuzmas where you, if you ain't playing defense, you ain't, they ain't, Deion Waiters ain't there because he just didn't fit with what they were doing. I just think that ultimately though, bro, um, I, I, I think bro, it's going to go maybe six games. And if, if the Lakers don't take it in five, it's going to go seven. Now let me I'm ask all you over that. the place on my numbers. I didn't say five, six, seven, but hey, uh, who you think is a better coach out of Spolstra and uh and, and Vogel? 
I never thought Spolster was a coach. I just think he inherited great players. It's, look, I say the same thing about the Celtics. I say this to Charlie all the time. It's really easy to rattle off nine championships when you got everybody good in the league on one team. So Red Auerbach was never really a great coach. I mean, what did he have to do other than say sub? You know, when you got LeBron, and, and let me say this, I never thought he was a great coach. I think he is definitely a better coach now because he's had to coach yeah. to get to the point where he is now. Um, I think he's going to get out coached in this series because of what he has to deal with. Spo or, or to uh, or Vogel? Spo. I think Spo was good. He knows Vogel LeBron. Coach, though. You said what? I think I think Vogel's gonna get out, Coach Man. Vogel, he he showed how suspect he was back when they played. Uh, I can't even think of the series now, but I'm just saying. Well, maybe like, you didn't hear what I said. Maybe you didn't hear what I said, Mod. I think he doesn't really have to coach at this point. The way the Lakers are playing and how in tuned and how succinct they're playing, he really doesn't have to coach. Same thing with Spolstra back in the day when he had LeBron Wade and in 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 Bosch. He really didn't have to coach. He was the beneficiary of great players who were – I mean, when, yeah, when LeBron and Wade hit the court the first time, it was almost like they had been playing together for years. Right. I mean, they – doing 90-foot passes that were alley-oops. They were just – they were that in – they were the succinct. best seasons I've it, ever seen, bro, was them. Yeah, one of the most right? it was. It was, it was ridiculous. And I think that Davis and LeBron and the rest of the Lakers are finally getting that continuity – and the best time to get it, obviously, is when you're deep in the playoffs. But so is the Heat. And that's the thing. Like, the Heat, the, the thing is, is that, like Charles was saying, that the bench for the Lakers has been suspect. That's the thing. People on the Heat, everybody on the Heat has been catching fire. That's at a different good point. Time. And I think that's that, a good I, point. I just think that if that person, like Charles has his uh, cheat code on how he thinks people could win, and I think Miami fits the mold to break that and be able Miami to Miami does fit Miami breaks the Miami breaks the 30 30 20 because Miami can have six 15s, six people that hit 15 to 20 points, right? Right. I, I, this is why I look at in terms of the coaching, right? I think that I think that Vogel that LeBron coaches the team, bro. When he's out there, LeBron and Rondo basically is the ones who's doing that, and all. All Vogel's doing is subbing, right? But I think that I think that when it comes to the the, the actual coaching of the game, I think that Spo is going to have to coach more than what Vogel's going to have to do. So I think that by default, um, I, I think Spo would, but I think that it's also because he has to. He has to move around. He doesn't have the LeBron James out there who just understands who's a coach on the floor. And I think that because Miami's team is still fairly young, that it requires you to be more hands-on. Okay, so here's my thing, right? Let's 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 do it since we since we're about to close out. Let's make our bold predictions. The number of games who we think we went in for this podcast, and then we can reevaluate. But what is the what is the bold prediction off the off the cuff? LA and six. LA and five for me. Miami and six. Woo. Oh, I can I get this. I'm gonna be honest with you though, bro. Like, I like I'm gonna be honest. I like Miami's roster better than I like the Lakers roster, bro. Yeah. I, I here's my thing. I I 
I definitely would like LeBron to win. I, I would like LeBron to win just because then we got to rehab the conversation of Jordan versus LeBron. Like, I like that. 10 and I like 17 is impressive, bro. That's a whole other thing I don't think that people understand, bro. The other thing, too, what I, I like is I like the fact that, of course, what, what D brought up about Kobe and Gigi. So there's all of these things. That, and then, you know, they already done shot the Nike commercial for LeBron for when he wins. So the whole thing, like it would be dope for LeBron to win. Him and Danny Green both, you know, getting rings with three different teams. I think that would be dope. Uh, but at the same time, uh, and like to, to, to prove that the NBA isn't rigged, if Miami won, it would just be then, then we're going to have another conversation about LeBron's legacy. So either way it go, it's all about LeBron. I, you know, I'm, we can get out here on this. I think if Miami wins, right, a Miami win, it will look like um, uh, 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 the Dallas Mavericks when they won. Like the Mavs didn't win. They they weren't the same team the next year. I think they got the ring. Everything lined up when they rolled out. It's a one. It's no repeat, nothing like that. So I don't think that if they – even though their team is young enough, I think that they'll always be competitive. But I just – I I don't see things lined up because KD going to be back next year. Right. And, eh. Yeah. KD and Kyrie, even though Kyrie – I already have my issues with Kyrie. I think that with KD and Kyrie – with the way that the the East rolled out, if KD and Kyrie were on that team, I have no doubt in my mind, not a single doubt, that they would have won to the East. They would have won it for the East. Yeah. With well, D, you yo. Hey, D, man. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. As always, though, man, definitely, definitely appreciate your thoughts and your feedback. Y'all be good, man. Hey, Slash Brothers, we out this thing. Ace, give me that music, homeboy. On Spotify, later on today, check it out. The Slash Brothers Podcast. The greatest podcast of all the time. The, 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 the Slash Brothers Podcast. The, 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 the greatest podcast of it all time. It doesn't matter yeah. what your name is. Mm.